welcome to the Soap video series from Oak Tree Community Church in South Bend, Indiana. I'm Daniel, this is Gary, and we are working our way through the book of Job, and we are more than halfway through. We are. And we're, we've actually come to a point in, in the account where we're making a major break. <laughs> yeah. This is yeah. sort of the end of, of a major section, and then right. next time we'll move forward and, and uh, you know... Yeah, so I, so as we talked, the first two chapters kind of set up, you know, so incredible bad things happen in this guy's life and in, yeah. in Job's life, and then from chapter three to through chapter like twenty eight, is discussions. Yeah. <laughs> well, Why these, is this with these three guys? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, now last week we did see a little shift in narrative. Um, we saw that Job's relatives had left him, and the town people uh, considered him what we took to be a sinner, right? Yeah. They were. And, and that was really the uh, first time that I noticed that there was a long length of time, right? So these guys, there weren't, this didn't happen in a day. Yeah, right. right. Probably didn't happen in a week. You know, yeah. or months maybe. Probably. Yeah. Where we're at, which is which is kind of interesting. And then the second the second thing that we saw was towards the end, Job Job was lamenting on why does it take God so long to repay sin? Yeah. And kind of you know interesting question. Yeah. But that's kind of kind of where his mind is. Yeah, and I'm not sure that we really have a good answer to that right you know god does what he wants to do <laughs> when, in his uh, own in his timing, timing yeah, right exactly so exactly but it's still valid because he's that's that's right where he is yeah okay so now we have bildad giving his third speech yeah right he's already given two and there's all these characteristics and you're like okay i'm ready yep. third speech six verses yeah it, <laughs> yeah chapter 25 well, and, and what's interesting is that Bildad shouldn't have been next if we're following the pattern. Yeah. It was Eliphaz, Zophar, and Bildad. Round one. Round two, Eliphaz, Zophar, and Bildad. Round three, Zophar's done. He's just like, you're not listening to me anyway. He doesn't even give a third, a third one. So we skip straight over to Bildad, and you're right. He's just like, here's a couple of thoughts, and I'm done too. Well, and my thing with the thoughts is... He's really recycling something Job has Job has previously yeah. said, so I guess they are done, right? Yeah. <laughs> if, if if they're recycling things, yeah. And and really, what he's saying is, how can any human being be righteous before God? Yeah. And that's exactly what what Job said before. You know, yeah. I'd, I'd be an idiot. I I can't stand before God well, because and, they were accusing him. Oh, you're unrighteous. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm unrighteous, but that's not why this is happening. No, you're not perfect. I never said I was perfect. Yeah. What I said was I obeyed God to the best of my ability. I was doing what I was supposed to do. I don't like Bildad's conclusion. Um, you know, verse, verses 5 and, and 6, even if the moon is not bright and the stars are not pure as far as he's concerned, how much less a, a mortal man who is but a maggot, a son of man who is only a worm. I get the word picture, but... I think that we are we as humans as humans are a little more important than that to God. <laughs> you know, the image yeah. of God, the likeness right. of God, and you know, all of that stuff that, right. that we have. Um, you know, I'm I'm not a big fan of you know so yes, do I call people maggots? Sometimes yes, but not like <laughs> the entire human Certainly not race. To their face. <laughs> so Job Job actually responds. And he has a very sarcastic response that, that he comes back to. Yeah. Oh, 
Your words have so much power. You have helped the powerless in this world. The spirit that came out of your mouth. Uh, yeah, you, you seem to, in my mind, he laid it on very, very thick. <laughs> um, but he does say a number of things in here, right? He's, he's talking about, you know, the, um, um, the underworld is naked before God, meaning um, you can't hide anything from him. Yeah. And and he's saying the same thing about earth too. And then Job continues the discussion with, you know, one of the how big is God? You know, my yeah. God is this big, my yeah. God is that big. And he ends the chapter with, Okay, he's huge, but man, how faint is his whisper. Yeah. Right? How come we don't feel more of his presence? How come he isn't more active with us on a one on one basis? Yeah. And again, I think it's I think it's great questions, and he's of the mindset where this is where he's at. Yeah. Right. He wants an active, living, loving God, which we say our our God is. Right. But literally, wants him there. Right. Um, um, Eden kind yeah. of kind of thing, or even as you know, with the second coming. Yeah. Uh, the yeah. way it's way it's going to be. So yeah. interesting. The. The description that he puts in in these verses, um, in verses five through fourteen, is so rich with, uh, you know, it, he's not just spouting yeah, platitudes. I mean, there's, I mean, there's there's science here. I mean, here we are, you know, two thousand years or whatever BC, right? We're talking four thousand years yeah. ago, and he says he suspends the Earth on nothing. What in astronomy? Where where was Job's understanding? Where where he's like, it's not like, it's not like uh, you know. There's a big string out there holding up the Earth, right? Yeah. Somehow he knew that. Yeah, right? How did he know that? Right? You know, there's he suspends the Earth on nothing. You know, the the empty space. You know, the the he locks the waters in the clouds, and the clouds do not burst with the weight of them. You know, we look at a cloud, and it's like, oh, it's just this little floaty cotton candy in the sky. Yeah. He spent some time thinking about it. Yeah, there's yeah. some science, and this guy was well, not that a, and, a, 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 a moron. Yeah, well, that and there's some weight, right? If, if they hold rain, there has to be some weight. So how does that work? Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. And, and, and describing uh, that God can do this, and God is big enough to do this in his creation, and just just yeah, some really, really neat stuff in here. I do want to make one point. In verse 12, um, I don't remember if you were going to make this point out, but in verse 12 it refers to Rahab. Oh, right. At some point I think it, I was. Yeah, there's this, this word Rahab, so, and we're like, okay, we've yeah. seen it before, though. This is. I don't think this oh, the is the first time. time. I, think, okay. I don't think this is the first time this has come okay. up, and it's just a reminder that yeah. this is not Rahab from Jericho. You know, later in the book of Joshua, or whatever. This is. Well, it's, that's it's exactly a, where you go back to. Yeah, it's a different. Uh, it's a different Hebrew word. It's a little bit in English. You don't. You don't see it, but it's a little bit different word, and uh, it's referring to. Uh, he calls it the great sea monster. So this is like the, the, the Leviathan. This is. In, in it's a different word. So when you when you come across um, Rahab there, it's <laughs> so so. In other words, so the Rahab in Jericho was named after a sea monster. No, no, no. Two different no, words. Two they're different not even words. Okay. in English. It looks identical, but in Hebrew, okay. they're not even pronounced exactly the same. So, um, yeah, just little little fun things <laughs> like that. So. Um, yeah, and then we do chapter 27, right? Yeah, so in 27, Job once again proclaims his innocence. Um, and But 
he's much tougher uh, this time, yeah. right? And I will never declare you three right. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty pretty tough. I will not set aside my integrity, my conscience, my right, my righteousness. Yep. In other words, you guys have beaten me as much as you can. And I'm uh, beaten me up. Yep. I, I still don't agree with you. Yep. I, I will never agree with you on this. Um, yep. And we could have saved months here. <laughs> <laughs> Well, in fact, he continues with that, right? Why are you guys even continuing to talk? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, Job, you know, finally does agree that the wicked will experience punishment yeah. eventually. Yeah. Right. So now Job's maybe changed a little bit. He wants that to be I don't know, instantaneous or at least faster than it is. Yeah. Yep. And then we get into chapter 28. Job's still talking. And... He's talking about wisdom. Yeah. And and it's it is kinda you can kinda sense the shift the shift coming um along and he takes a long time to ask where does wisdom come from? Yeah. Um and, and he ends up comes from God, right? Yeah. You know, big you know, big reveal, big spoiler there. Uh but there's some there's some cool things in there, right? You can't buy it. Um, mankind doesn't know where it comes from, right. right? It just kind of appears every now and then. And then uh, in verse 22, destruction and death say. I think you know it's kind of interesting that he used those words. He that personified. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We heard a rumor where it can be found, you yep. know, but it's elusive. Uh, and then God alone knows. And then in verse uh, 28, um, and he said to mankind. The fear of the Lord, that is wisdom. And to turn away from evil is understanding. Yeah. It's a you know, beautiful verse here. So this is a thousand years before David yeah. and Solomon. And if you read the book of Proverbs, I mean, this yeah. Proverbs is almost <laughs> word for word in several yeah. places. This, this is how the fear of the Lord is defined in chapter 1, in chapter 8, right. in chapter 9, you know, whatever. Ecclesiastes comes to the same conclusion. So I'm wondering, you know, does Solomon have this section of Job in mind when he's talking about right. wisdom and the fear of the uh, fear of the Lord? Would and, he, have had, he would have had it, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. And chapter 1, this is how God describes Job when we get started, right? If we go all the way back to, to chapter 1, he's described as a man who is blameless and upright, who feared God and turned away from evil. So that's God's description of Job in yeah. one, the very first verse of this book. And here we get to chapter 28, and he's like, listen, fearing God is wisdom. That's where wisdom comes from. It is yeah, wisdom. I totally miss that one. And that's to turn away one. from evil is understanding. I mean, this is it's it permeates yeah. uh, what we call the wisdom books of, right. uh, uh, of the Bible. So... Um, so the fear of the Lord, that is wisdom. So fear of the Lord. Nowadays, nobody likes so that, no. those words. Yeah. So um, doesn't necessarily mean scared. But it can. More, but, but more respect. A lot of conservatives really want to get away from the scared aspect and make it all about respect. Yeah, but it's somewhere in the middle but there. But there are legitimate times to be afraid of God. Uh, yeah. You know, especially in sin and whatever right. the book of Hebrews says, it's a terrible thing to fall into the hands of the angry God. And he's talking to Christians, right? So we do need to, there's that pendulum 
right? On the one side, it's all, oh, you know, God's out to get me. Okay, well, that's not true. So we swing the pendulum to the other side. Well, it's not about fear. It's not about fear at all. It's really Daddy, Abba is is what I see that side is, right? All love, all everything. Yeah, Yep, there is a middle ground where, yes, we do respect, we do have awe, right? But there's also time that we should fear the punishment that dad is bringing. Right. If we're going to decide to live in sin, if we're not going to repent, um, yeah, the fear of the Lord is both. And we don't want to swing too far one side to the other. So do you see, as part of the second coming, when we're with the Messiah and... uh, before the world ends, right? Right when when uh, the wars are being fought, and it turns out Jesus is fighting the wars <laughs> and wins. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that's where I see us as a, as a Christians and as part of the second coming, uh, witnessing Jesus doing this. I see that's where that fear of the Lord is going to be instilled in us, where we see him in action, we see him uh, with wrath and distributing justice, Yeah, and I think it's going to be an incredibly scary thing. Yeah, but for us, at that point, we'll be oh, we're resurrected. We're right. We're safe. We have no. But but seeing seeing our God in that way. In that way, yeah, um, yeah. We haven't seen him like that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We have stories, but we're going to see him right in that way. Yeah. Whew. Yeah, and we won't need to fear him, but we'll be able to see, you know, the the fear on the the faces of the you know his enemies, everything. Right. Um, and and. You know, he uses the concept of fire throughout. You know, we will face God's fire when we stand at the judgment seat of Christ. You know, our our works, what we will do, what we do. The blowtorch. The, the blowtorch, <laughs> right? Yeah, the, the flamethrower. Yeah, you know, it's going to pass yeah, pass through God's holy fire. So, be, oh, you know, we Christians don't have to worry about God's fire. He has one holy fire, and it purifies. And Job said it last week. You know, if I if I were tested, I will come forth as gold. God's holy fire purifies his people and destroys his enemies. But everybody passes through God's holy fire. So, yeah, there's some reason to be afraid, depending on what we're, you know, where, where we are in our relationship with him. Yeah. yeah. And that is wisdom. <laughs> well, well so, here, so here's the wisdom part. Recognizing that, understanding that, and then turning away from evil. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the understanding, right? That's, that's the, the understanding. Uh, that's the that's what knowledge turns yeah. to wisdom, right? What am I going to do with this? Yeah. Right. Knowledge is God's going to, you know, punish evil, wickedness, right? Wisdom yeah. is maybe I should turn from that. <laughs> yeah. So for next for the next uh, these couple of chapters, um, Job goes into this really soliloquy it's just back to him and god again he's ignoring the other guys he's he's just not even talking to them anymore you know if they're listening that's fine but now he's it's just him and he has some things to reminisce and get off his chest and so for the next couple of chapters it's just god, just sort god of him. yeah just, he, just job and talking god. to god yeah okay. hoping that god is listening and if he's not listening at least he's going to get some stuff off his chest so that's where we're going to go for a couple of chapters, and then we're going to make a turn and start working our way toward the end of the book. Okay. 
So Good. the conclusion is coming, I promise you. <laughs> it's not all doom and gloom uh, from, from here on out. Um, there's some really neat things to think about. So hopefully uh, you've, you've found this helpful. If you have, let us know. Uh, if you haven't, um, listen to it again and then let us know. <laughs> and we'll see you back here next time to, to hear what's on Job's heart. Bye, everyone.